0: G'day listeners and welcome back to another episode of The Keeper League Uh, My name's Hef and my usual co-host Kay's has decided he's got uh, better things to do tonight Oh dog (laughs) So I'm joined by uh, fellow league league members Uh, I don't know, do you guys want to go by first names in this? We probably should establish this before the uh, the show started Or do you want to go by nicknames?
1: Uh, Nicknames, but I don't think I have one
0: (laughs) Well you can be Trouty Okay, and then uh, I've got the Rain Man with me as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so Kase is, uh, you know, booked himself into a prior engagement on the night. We always do the podcast on. He must have somehow forgot we do this, but that's okay. I've got uh, some yeah. uh, worthy experts uh, surrounding me at the moment. So, say good day, fellas.
2: Uh, yeah, g'day listeners. Uh, <laughs> Hello listeners. Jeff obviously very happy with Kay's at present. Yeah,
0: yeah. well he's left me with a bit of work to do but that's okay. I'm uh, <laughs> happy to have a break from him this week so it's good. Uh, Alright, we'll get stuck into the usual segment so I guess the uh, injury news for this week. Uh, first cab off the rank is Michael Hibbard. So, I think
1: this is a pretty funny one because he's been pretty trash for a while and yeah. then finally he starts to show something yep. and he's gone <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh well so I guess uh, who owns
1: get- him an alley that would suck me oh okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, got me a hundred one week, and then he actually—I think he had like thirty in the first quarter yeah. last week, and then got injured again. So I was starting to get really excited, and then just taken away from me. You,
2: you talked about him last week, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I think so. I said yeah. I said he was back.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, <laughs> uh, who do you think replacing him? So I guess uh, Tim Smith and uh, Neil, Alex Neil Bullen is uh, probably two likely candidates to come in. But I'm thinking more in, along the terms of who's um, scoring it could affect. So, uh, guys, do you think it could uh, benefit
1: anyone? Well, I do notice, like, since he, after he left, that Lockhart did score well, but is that the role he plays?
0: Yeah, well, I guess he does run through the midfield, but he does like yeah have stints in defence as well. So I reckon that did um, did help him out. And uh, Marty Hall is probably someone else that we probably think might uh, receive a bit of a bump. But it's kind of funny because he's been scoring so shit. And like, if you're actually playing Hibbard's role, you're not really scoring well unless you're playing his role from the last two weeks. (laughs) So (laughs) it's something we really have to monitor. But it could be good for those two. Uh, We'll move on. Ryan Burton. So Tom, you own him in uh, our league, and uh, he's done himself a hamstring. So uh, yeah, who do we think can come in for him?
2: Well, I think I've got Raleigh Bonner. So, Raleigh yep. Bonner was dropped this week. So, yep. I would hope he comes back in. But, I mean, Bonner, this this year he hasn't been scoring terribly well anyway. Like, yeah. he seemed to go downhill every year. So, whether, whether if with Burton out they want, you know, Bonner takes up more of that kind of rebounding defender role. yeah. Hopefully. Well,
1: happened happened in that game. He was actually playing lockdown on Eddie before he went down. Oh, really? So I'm not sure if that's was something he was going for. Who wants that role anyway? So yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. Ryan Byrne does pop up with some reasonable scores, so I don't know whether it's a role or it's just his style of play. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Riley Bonner might be the one that uh, benefits from that. Uh, Matt Crouch as a Crow supporter, Rain. Who do you uh, think could come in for him?
2: Um, do you think you'll miss even? Oh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. I'm not. Uh, yeah, he's he's obviously a very important player in that inside mid role. I think probably just Cam Lucy Olman and, and Greenwood will take more time at the center bounces. Who yep. comes into the team? Probably Gibbs comes back. Yeah. He's, you know, he's been in and out of the team, but you he think he's best 22. So.
0: Do you reckon Dan McKendry's a chance? Um, <laughs> There's a lot of talk about him in the twos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, high draft pick at the Crows. Yeah, in Adelaide, they they were a <laughs> few lot. and far between. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. There's some chance. Yeah, he's he's going well in the twos, but yeah, it, very. He's a small guy to start with, and, and you know, 18 year old. So yep. you think he's he's certainly. Uh, I think Matt Crouch would push him around at training. Safe so to say.
0: All right, and uh, Gary Rowan, uh, Rowan, sorry, uh, is uh, out with a concussion. I think it was uh, Mm. from the week. So, uh, who do we think coming in? I I guess Menegola is probably there. Why did he
1: miss? I thought he was picked. What's that? Why did Menegola
0: miss? No idea. He was picked and he was oh. laid out. So that oh. cost me a donut on the
2: weekend. Five <laughs> dollars <laughs> for the a, kitty. Five dollars for the kitty. Yeah. Um,
0: So Menegola could be someone that comes in. James Parson. and they're talking about the media. Likely replacement. But I did notice uh, Lockie Fogarty had a big game in the twos. First game back from injury. Um, I, I swear I didn't throw him in just because I own him. but uh,
2: <laughs> you, you can talk about him as much as you want. I'm not going to trade for him. I don't I don't want him as much as you seem to think.
0: Uh, okay. So bit of history. I think I traded uh, Gerald Lockie Fogarty he was interested last year for, anyway, we'll move on. Uh, Jack Ross, uh, he was a bit of a rising star for Richmond and he only played, I think, a fit of the first quarter. He finished on about three points last week. So, uh, who's a likely replacement for Jack Ross? Anyone got any ideas?
2: Uh, well, Hooley could come uh, back into the team. Um, we'll see how he goes. Uh, Higgins, I was, I was at the game and Higgins played a lot deep forward and it didn't. He didn't score very well, so I think he'd he'd probably be hopeful he gets some more midfield time. As yeah,
0: well. I think that's uh, that's probably a likely scenario that they'll just do a bit of reshuffling and uh, yeah, Rioli comes in or something like that, and then Higgins plays more in the midfield or yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see with that, but I'm hoping that uh, it provides a few more opportunities for Higgins to uh, actually give us some of that uh, scoring potential here, so much often that we hear about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Toby Nankervis, Ivan Soldo straight in. Do we think they no, have to because
1: they can't? Well, Griggs gone, but they can't not have a ruckman like they have in the past. Yeah, yeah. now you just can't do that. It now. showed last year; it yeah. killed him not having a second and, ruckman. So, but that it's Bolter, I, I think it improves his sort of rating just because he's going to lock in a spot now. You have to have Bolter in there because as a second chop out ruckman. Yeah, yeah, and, and and he's young. I think he's is he nineteen? or twenty. Yeah. And just I don't now that how it is. I, <laughs> that'd lock in his spot for six to eight weeks. So, I don't know. Yeah, if yeah. If you, so they have the support for. Yeah, I think you. so. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: All right. And there's a note about Brad Ebert here, uh, Tom. What did you, uh, you hear about him this week? Oh,
1: I, just, I was reading an article today that he went over to Melbourne to get a further tests because of his concussion. And yeah. then is it Hinckley released today that he's probably likely to miss again this week? Yeah. Um, I know he's big on his family and I doubt he's the kind of guy that would take heavy risks. i just a bit of a concern. I don't know if you heard anything from your – Port Circle?
0: No, just uh, generally when we do have a uh, bit of a concussion scare, we do send our guys over to a expert in Melbourne because I remember oh, okay. Wingard was over there for quite a bit a couple of years ago when he yeah. had a bit of a scare. So it um, doesn't look good if it's a similar type thing they're referring him over there. Um, as a replacement, I guess in that forward midfield role, Robbie Gray apparently on the news today was saying he's going to come back a little bit early. Um, okay. Oh, so it really? could be a straight in.
1: So. My only thing is because uh, I know that... Well, Port Port just don't have any forwards and yeah. they're trying they're, they're worried that a midfielder will lose some midfield minutes trying to
2: rest forward like, yeah. they, like they have done with Ebert's. So. Should, yeah. should they be bringing Gray back though? Is he not always <laughs> injured and yeah. needing a rest?
0: Yeah I don't know I'm not I'm not phased at the moment I don't think it can make us <laughs> any worse anyway so uh, alright that wraps up the injury news and we'll move on to the round rewind. All right, moving on to the Round Rewind. So this is a part of the uh, podcast where we go through all the games and we kind of pick out some of the more Keeper League-relevant players that uh, you might be likely to find on your waiver pools or uh, guys that you're likely to have in your team that the other podcasts aren't talking about. So uh, Tom, or oh, sorry, Trouty, as an SNS supporter, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you have a talk about the uh, Sydney versus Essendon game. So yeah, no, tell us something, uh, observations that you might have seen.
1: Oh, it's a frustrating game for a Bombers fan, but... That's fine. Yeah. Um. I just I don't like Sydney's game from a fantasy perspective. So pretty much I think horse is ruining anyone with potential there fantasy, but we've seen that for years. Yeah, um, surprise, surprise. But one is Callum Mills. So I want to talk a little, bit, a little bit about Callum Mills. Um. I just think he has peaked. This is who he is. If there's no reason for him not to be playing midfield right now. If yeah. he was, he would be. Yeah. And he's an 80 to 85 averaging defender, and that's that's great. Oh, that's he's young. Generous, isn't he, though? Well, he is. Well, that's a good thinking. day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and that's fantastic, but I just think that it's time to sell him. There's someone out there in a real keeper league that will still think he's young with the potential of midfield minutes. I just think it's... You could get a lot of value of from him by selling that to someone else. But you don't think an
0: eighty averaging defender is not valuable, not useful? to your But team. I think
1: you could pick someone, some old guy up in the draft every year, averaging eighty.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, if you yeah, top up depends on the type of league you are playing, how deep yeah. it rolls. But uh, but yeah. who could
1: you get? You could get a primo midfielder or forward for for Mills.
0: No, I don't like know a, about that. Oh, yeah. like I a Dunkley type depends. Uh, depends who you're dealing with. Uh, you know, depends if they're a experienced, uh, I guess, player or if Fair. they're a bit of an amateur.
1: Uh, And I also wanted to just mention Darcy Parrish. I'm actually an owner, but I just don't think, as a Bombers fan, he should be playing AFL right now.
0: But uh, in terms of fantasy, he's going okay, isn't he?
1: Um, He didn't on the weekend, and I think he's just up and down. He often gets given uh, weird sort of forward flank roles where he just goes missing for half a game. Yep. Um, I think he's going to get dropped again, and will all year. Yeah, okay. I I hate that. I mean, I hate him. (laughs)
0: All right, uh, what do you think about Matt Guelphie, another person you've got here on the show, Doc? Uh,
1: I do think, though, that he's shown enough. So he's not scoring well at all, but he's one of those He's young and I think he has locked down a spot. I think that um, Wilshire likes him. Yep. Um, I don't like his hair, but besides (laughs) that, (laughs) um, he's just like he keeps getting chucked in the midfield, but I, I think he's getting hardly any minutes there. Um, I just hope that that in, that improves, and I do actually think it will. So, yeah, someone to sort of stash away, I think.
0: Yeah, one of those players that's likely to move there uh, to lose their DPP though over time. You reckon? Yeah,
1: if he, if he if he starts to score well, it'd be because he's getting midfield minutes, which means he probably won't be a defender. But he did, yeah. get it added this year. So,
0: yeah. All right. Anyone else uh, tick your fancy in that game?
1: uh Blakey who hasn't shown much this year even though he was sort of reasonably touted coming into the season yeah uh I thought he actually played really well especially in the last quarter in sort of crunch time yeah he stood up so definitely locked down a spot I would say in Sydney that's all
0: yeah um what about fantasy perspective do you reckon he's got any potential there
1: uh, potential, yes, but yeah. uh, like you can see from his previous scores, he's—I think—he's even had some thirties and forties this year. He's going to take a while. Like, yeah. just more of a prospect than anything. Well, horse—I
2: guess Horse has come out and said that Sydney are rebuilding, up. Yeah. So he's going to be in the team every week, but he yeah. might not score. And and but he's agile enough that yeah. he could—he's playing forward at the moment, but he could play anywhere, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. All right. Uh, anything else, Tom?
1: Uh, just lastly, I did. Uh, keep an eye out for Papley all game and I just didn't know if he was playing and I haven't seen him for quite a while because um, I know that there was, there's always the talk about him with potential midfield yep. minutes and I think it's just <laughs> just time to give up on Papley
0: he goes missing and then he pops yeah. up with something big and then he yeah it's, he's one of the most frustrating players I own him in, in, in A League somewhere yeah. and uh, yeah he's so frustrating you're never sure when you should bench him or when you should play him and you know the time you do bench him he does score massive it's so <laughs> annoying uh, what do you think about Rampy's performance on the weekend mate
1: um... <laughs> I, I don't know what his fantasy numbers are like. No, but not good. I heard him speak after the game, and he's just an absolute space <laughs> kid. Like, Who the fuck doesn't know that you can't climb a, climb a post in AFL football? I like, he's know. got that far. Yeah. He's not even young. It's not like he's 19. Nah, no, no, He's, he's got a, no excuse.
0: He's a dual All-Australian <laughs> was hilarious. And he doesn't know you can't climb <laughs> yeah. a post in a match of footy. Yeah,
1: that, <laughs> uh, don't know. So, yeah, he, I'll, he'll never be on my list because I just don't want someone that dumb, unless you're Mitch Robinson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right uh i guess we'll move on to the uh next match so, uh western bulldogs versus brisbane lions so i took a look at a few players here uh sam lloyd he scored 107 and he's uh, had back-to-back hundreds now so he had 102 last week I don't, know, I don't know i don't know is he starting to find a bit of a groove um it's going to be interesting to see what happens if he turns up again goes mm-hmm. three in a row i reckon there'll be a few uh i guess trends in terms of the player ownership going his uh, direction what do you think
2: yeah it seems very well like you know you've got to be doing something right to score hundreds so yeah. and yeah he has the uh, dual dpp as well doesn't he yeah 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 so that's that always helps out if uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of mids who can pump out you know that 80 85 average but if you can do it in, uh,
0: in the forwards and the backs That's a lot more meaningful For sure uh, Jackson Trengove uh, He had 97 points And uh, 27 of those points Came from hit outs mm-hmm. So Tim English was out had uh, in, injured this week uh, But he actually scores well As a ruckman So yeah. in 2016 He had a patch Where uh, Ryder was out I think yeah. uh, there was suspension And then Loby Couldn't even get inside So they just rucked uh, They rucked Jackson Trengove And I think there was a patch For 6 or 7 weeks Where he was just getting 90 yeah, nine It was just
1: a backman Then yeah. as well wasn't he Yeah but
0: so he, Well he's just a backman now so, I guess what I was saying is if Tim English does go down, and we know he's a little bit injury prone, mm. he's missed a mm. lot of last season. That if he does go down, uh, he might be someone to really just take a look at because yeah, they could turn into a you know, easily turn into a non average defender for the time he's And he, then uh, if, English if, is if, out. He,
1: if English went down for a bit more long term, and you get, I think, is if normally around six weeks that they want to have a look at his scoring, but if he's yeah. been rucking for six weeks, then he'll get the ruck, yeah, for as sure, well, which should be huge.
0: Uh, Aaron Norton, uh, ninety-two points following his one hundred and twenty-five the week before. Only two contested marks this week, Tom. I know you're getting pretty hot over those contested marks. But is this scoring sustainable for him? And he probably won't be uh, listed as a defender next year as well. So, I guess is it sustainable? And Mm. is he value as just a forward next season?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But like, uh, even so. He only took two contestant marks, but what was his total marks? Yeah, uh, he had a few. Like, right yeah. I, don't know, the way. Yeah. I just don't see how he wouldn't take uh, like a handful of marks every game. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just a really good like uh, floor that he's got in his, really his game. Really good floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> really good at words. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I can't. He's not going to score 125 every week, even in five years' time. Yeah, but. but I yeah. think he could be
0: more of a consistent scorer in the future. What do you think, Joe?
2: Yeah, well he's only he's only 19 years old, isn't he? Yeah. So and he's that Western Bulldogs seems actually playing fairly yeah. well. So yeah. they're going to they're going to move the ball forward and like, he's very mobile as well. So he's going to get up around and yeah. around, take marks, kind of, you know, Tom Lynch like or yeah. you know. So yeah, absolutely. If I uh, if I had him on my list, I'd be telling everyone about
0: him. <laughs> uh, Eric Hippwood, He had eighty one points, uh, thirteen disposals, four marks, kicked two goals, five. So uh, imagine if he kicked straight, but <laughs> he also laid four tackles as uh, as well. Um, I'm starting to get the feeling he could be an actual reliable scorer one day. Uh, he moves a lot better than most key forwards. He can actually lay those tackles, get on the lead, take yeah. those marks. Moves a bit like Buddy, I guess, who's uh, actually been like a recent you know a reasonably good fantasy scorer over time. And uh, yeah, just his. Uh, that shots usually a lot better than that. I thought as well. Um, but yeah, what do you uh, what do you guys think?
2: Well, the two goals, five he kicked, th- what three in the first quarter or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's got to be rough for the Brisbane team, hasn't it? <laughs> 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 right getting into the you know, key four when you're oh, struggling all yeah. year and he's just not giving it for you. He's, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, no, he's well, he's been in the system a while now, so he hasn't probably yeah, hasn't come on as it? much as Brisbane. Fourth like. or fifth year in the system, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he might he might put it together. Yeah. Who <coughs> knows.
0: Uh, Tommy Cutler, seventy-seven points. Uh, I guess he's only a, a midfielder this year, not a defender like he used to be. Can we? Are we can we be happy with an eighty average uh, for this midfielder, or should we be expecting more?
1: Like he's fine to pick up late in the draft, but I don't think he's keeper worthy. I, and he's a tease. Like he's he's always been a tease. <laughs> he's been a tease for five years. How long yeah. has he been in the system the whole? Yeah, that time as well. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. it's too frustrating. But yeah, like, but if you have him, he's the perfect. Uh, like emergency midfielder yeah. Yeah. that like can come in break but glass
0: he, in case of emergency. Yeah,
1: he's has he hundred percent locked down a spot in that side. That's what I want to know. Never surely. No, nah, probably
0: not like hundred percent. But he's in the side at the moment. Yeah, he is. Yeah, uh, and lastly, uh, I've got Josh Dunkley on the uh, on the show notes here. So, uh, Tom, do you want to talk
1: about Josh Dunkley? Uh, I don't really know much about Josh Dunkley. Oh, honest. <laughs> no. so, uh honest.
0: So, just the story for our listeners: uh, two weeks ago, uh, Trouty and Arlen made a trade. Do you just want to run us through that trade?
1: Um, I Callum Mills has a lot of value in keeper league, <laughs> I assume. So, Arlen came at him hard. So, <laughs> my forward line's pretty weak. So, I thought I'd, I'd sort of just say, let's give me any forward like around averaging around the same, and they were. I think they were both averaging around high, 70, high 70s. seventy-eight or
0: something like that. Um and what's Josh Dunkley Gone on to do?
1: Um what's he done now? 145 <laughs> and 127? So I've, but so far like, but but I don't know it's time time will tell. It could it could turn around, you don't know. All
0: right, so before this <laughs> trade happened, did you know, was there any inkling, did you read somewhere that he was going Because like, 'cause I've heard I've read this week that he's now attended since that trade's gone yeah. down, he's attended the most center bounces uh for the Bulldogs. 30 33 Did you
1: know that was happening? Well, you, no. I you, know.
2: you tried rape him, Tom. No, you tried rape. Him. <laughs>
1: um like, it's turned out that way, but <laughs> <laughs> could have happened to anyone. All
0: right. Uh, we'll move on to the uh, Carlton versus Collingwood game. So uh, I watched this one pretty closely. Uh, actually watched it on the bus on the way to Adelaide Oval. But anyway... Uh, Callum Brown had 109 points, uh, 21 disposals, and uh, two goals. Uh, he worked up the ground a bit as well, got a few kicks uh, along the wing and across half back. So he looked pretty classy. There was one uh, passage of play where he kind of uh, sidestepped someone, went around on his left, and kicked a nice snap. And it just looked like pure class, like, you know, mm-hmm. player they've been yeah, okay. playing for five years or so. And, uh, you know, the sort of stuff that Goey does. So I don't know. I reckon it's just one to keep an eye on because there's talent there. I, yeah. know, I just don't know how it's going to translate to fantasy just yet. I haven't seen enough of him. But uh, yeah, he did look very classy. Sure. Uh, Brody Mychek had. 83 points, seven marks, and four tackles. Uh, he kicked a goal as well. Um, he pops up with scores like this every now and then. But yeah. he's 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 cracked hundred twice this season. But still too unpredictable. for I always me.
1: thought he was on that outer, like yeah. when Collingwood were a full team. But yeah. I now I, I think it's the opposite. I think he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's pushing. Player. He'd push Reed out. Yeah, like, Cox I'll, out. Like, would probably. he even other than Cox's? Chop out in the ruck. I think yeah. my check's got him covered. So yeah. um he's probably the better footballer. Yeah, that's the what three. I mean. Like, yeah. and he presents really well, and he yeah. takes marks. So I know he's a pretty good one to yeah to I, sort of have as. A, I, I
2: kind of like him. I think yeah. uh, I'd I'd be happy if he was on my team because I think he he's just a real hard workhorse. Like he yeah. just gets around the ground a lot, does the dirty work.
0: Yeah, he will get you a 50 every now and then, but uh, yeah, he's good to watch. Uh, Jaden Stevenson, so 77 points, 14 touches, seven marks and two goals. Uh, You're scoring really consistently for a small forward, I think, and that excites me because, you know. He's he's, he's
1: playing as a small forward. He's not small. He's he's skinny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like 188,
1: 189.
0: Yeah. But he's not playing as a key forward. No. no. <laughs> but he's so, exciting. Uh, well, he's maybe just a general forward. is that what you call them? Uh, but, yeah, oh, that excites me purely because if he's showing this sort of skill now, it's not going to be long until they start trying him in different positions and, I think like so. the yeah. midfield so and stuff like that. The, the so. only problem
1: is his bulk. So if he gets yeah, some size in him, he's basically a nat five. Yeah.
0: Basically nat five. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard that uh, enough times this uh, season. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on. Um, so you're, you're basically an idiot, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of opinion uh, Rupert Wills uh, So he's been a gun VFL scorer for years now And he only had 58 um, points on the weekend But he only had 63 minutes on ground So Pendlebury and Phillips Let's just like use them for an example They have about 110 yeah. uh, each week So if we didn't play those numbers He would have turned up like based on his point, p- points per game Obviously he doesn't have the tank to play no. that Those type of minutes But if Adams and Beams are out He could hold this spot for a little bit of time to come And could we see the time on ground You know Boosting and uh, yeah, uh, scoring a bit more consistently.
2: I, Sixty-three minutes. I just can't believe that. Like, yeah, that what, is so low. Like, yeah, I know. if that was at the Amos, people would be talking about the coach saying he doesn't know what yeah. he's doing with the rotation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah.
1: Rupert Wills always always sticks in my memory. Is every year there's because his average when he plays, I know he's only 58 this time, he's always yeah. like around 80, 80 like quite yeah. high. And I remember he's always in the draft pool yeah. because and people can just look at his last year average as 80, not realising he's only played three Two games. games yeah. Like every year is yeah. that guy. So I'd, like he's never going to be a consistent, not in not in Collingwood side. Yeah. Like he might play a handful yeah. of games. He's never going to play. play they've, got, like, they've got too much depth, yeah.
0: haven't they? I was hoping he takes this opportunity. And That's what I mean. Like, do something.
1: He, he, he's shown in the past when he does play, he scores. Okay. It's yeah. just that No, he's not in that side.
0: All right. Uh, David Cunningham, moving on to the Blues now, had uh, eight, nine points, and he popped up with a couple goals. So he's played four games now, and he's uh, 78 average, and he's named it as a defender. But I looked at his, uh, I guess, his possession heat map, and there's a lot of uh, stats in the midfield and a few uh, center bounce attendances as well. So I don't know, for a defender who... He's playing a bit forward mid. Um, You know, he might be a bit of a good pickup if he's available. You guys taking much uh, notice of him or...?
1: I thought he got injured. Yeah. Is that a different Cunningham? No, it's a different. Cunningham. Yeah, Harry Cunningham That's for
2: Sydney. <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically the same player. Yeah,
0: though. whatever. Uh, Michael Kippen's, uh seventy-six points, and he's seen a lot more midfield uh, time. He seems to be building, but I don't know where the kind of where he's going to rise to or how
2: high is he going to build. Yeah, his ceiling. His ceiling isn't great, I it? because he's, yeah. he's basically the small, the small forward in that lineup. Yeah, like the deep small forward. He is.
0: So. He is playing a lot more midfield time in the last three or four weeks, though. But uh, he's still only scoring that you know around the seventies. But it's mm. better, probably better than his 50s. 50s he was scoring up forward. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I don't think there's going to be too much more of a ceiling there. Uh, Liam Stocker, so last one to talk about for this game. There's big raps on this kid. Uh, but he only scored 51 points, and I guess it's underwhelming, but I don't know. Did anyone really expect him to play this early and score well?
1: I thought he'd play, but I didn't I yeah. didn't expect him to score well because, I'd, like, other than... A hit like Walsh that you can see. Yeah. Like even Paddy Dow last year was big raps and yeah. played straight away, but he scored what did he averaged like forty, like
2: Yeah. Yeah, not no.
1: I wasn't expecting high scores, but I thought he'd I only thought he'd play because I don't know why else they'd pick him up and it's Carlton. Yeah, yeah. true.
2: Well Walsh yeah, Walsh is definitely a freak. Like the yeah, averaging in the freak. eighties yeah, is insane. Like usually first round picks average, you know, 60, <laughs> 65 at best. So yeah. Yeah. Whether whether Soccer can deliver that, yeah, maybe. And certainly if Carlton Lose a few more games and you know, they look to pump more youth into the lineup, even more than what they've got now. Then he might get more of a run, yeah.
0: All right, uh, we'll wrap that game up and move on to uh, Gold Coast Suns versus Melbourne. So, Tom, I understand you had a bit of a look at this game,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a weird game to watch because I wasn't expecting to, but yeah, it was pretty trash.
0: <laughs> yeah, It was like 61 <laughs> plays 60 or something like that?
1: Uh, if it is worse, it's worse, yeah. you know, some <laughs> score doesn't tell the whole story, yeah. um. I just I do have Weller down because I don't I don't think he should be talked about in this podcast anymore. I think he's gone away from being the diamond in the rough to yeah like he's a bit of a premium. I'm not sure what his average is for the year now, but he actually looked pretty good. Yeah, um, how much but, of
0: that research was... have you done into any of your players you're talking about tonight, Tom? Not
1: these ones. I don't, <laughs> I don't do research into anything. <laughs> you know, that, that was his first game back. I oh, know. I looked at one stat. Um, how tall Jane Stephenson was <laughs> yeah <laughs> really, really fantasy yeah. element <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure alright um, so well
0: it's too good for the podcast don't talk about it anymore
1: yeah okay. my, my other problem is though um, I was checking fantasy scores I was watching and these guys were getting from Melbourne were getting points but I don't know what they look like yeah okay It's really tough
0: it's not very good no
2: <laughs> so Should they have a number on their back yeah, yeah.
0: generally uh, generally cross reference that with like a phone app oh. or like, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> But it made it tough but i don't know watching so lockhart has scored well the last couple of weeks so he followed up his turn with 92 um but i but i just didn't notice him yeah yeah okay good <laughs> good uh, moving
0: on to uh, marty Hoare. so what do you think about him tom 81 Two times in a row, that's a pretty good average. Yep. And what does he look
2: like? <laughs>
1: no, no <idea. laughs> I no I couldn't find him.
2: Okay. All right. any, any idea what number he would wear, Tom? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I don't look <laughs>
1: that stuff up. <laughs> All,
2: All right. Uh,
1: no, but I did the guys I do know. So, Lewis, I noticed. Yep. Um, he has zero value in fantasy football yeah. going forward. He's he He's got to be on his last legs. He yep. scores shit. And yeah. I actually think he should be dropped. So, um, like if Melbourne – Struggling like this, they need to get some sort of games into some younger players already. I'm not saying rebuild, but like, why is Lewis in the team? Yeah,
0: no, I 100% agree. He's he's done. Yeah, moving on.
1: Um, But the big one's Holman. Okay. So I did notice him. (laughs) So I I
0: know what he looks like. I guess a bit of history on Holman (laughs) for the league. Uh, Our commissioner. kept Holman this year and his 16 keepers he was in his 16 best players yeah. in his list averaging about 40 something last year so and I anyway, can see why tell us he, <laughs> tell us about he it. he was Tom. really good
1: yeah <laughs> but like they finally played him where he wants to be played yeah. he's an inside midfielder and he yeah, played there yeah. and he was great and the goal he scored at the end of the game was amazing and I think that keeps him in the side for the rest of the year Does that yeah, well, Just he played that, most yeah. games
0: last year as well. And he was um, on Carlton's list originally, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah and then moved up. So, there must have seen something in him. So, hopefully he can hold it. Like,
1: if, if, he's not, if he's not picked up in your league or if you have waivers, get him now. I think he's, I don't I think reckon he's locked he, in.
0: I do he would have been in that many at the start of the season anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, next player.
1: Uh, Ainsworth. He was highly touted. He hasn't really got a proper run at it. Obviously, with Gold Coast being trash, he's now in. Yep. Uh, he's had a few injuries issues, so... But if you take his uh, first game out, he got, I think, 25 injury. He's now averaging 70. Yep. Yeah. And he's he's now sort of built into the year and I think for the rest of the year he's really going to improve and, and show that he could be at the end of the year one of your keepers
2: and he's only 20, 20 or 21, 21 or something. Yeah. Yep.
0: Are you just trying to sell him to the rest of our league, Tom, because you own Yeah. It? Okay.
2: Say, if, when he was on – well, assuming you could recognise him on the Oval. Yeah, I know him. I looked him up. <laughs> you know he could. Okay, oh, good. You do Where, know how to look players up. He's smaller up. than I wanted him to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not basically Nat 5. No. no okay. Where was he playing?
1: Uh, no, he floated through the midfield, which surprised midfield. me. Okay. But he started like forward flank, which I know generally isn't yeah, well, um, he's been- conducive to scores, but –
2: well, I was asking because he's been kind of been playing as a small forward. Yeah. He hasn't really been scoring well in his first couple of years. Yes. But you know, if he, if I he think he shows enough for that
1: song.
0: All right, uh, Will Power, Tom. Uh, that's the next play you've got written down here. What about him? Oh, I didn't write him down. Yeah, right. was it jailed?
2: Yeah, I, I had a will. So I, I was, um, I wrote Will down because when I, during the draft I had uh, some computer issues and I just had kind of my list of all the rookies I wanted to take. And Holman was, oh, not Holman. Sorry, Will Power was on the list and I didn't yep. draft him. And then. I think in week one he scored 100, hundred. I was just so <laughs> dirty about it, like. But um, just the reason why I talk about because aside from his, um, so he's only only nineteen, was an early draft pick. Uh, dropped, missed a couple of games with a with a concussion, but his average seventy four. Aside from that, um, he's only a slight build, but he's playing on the half forward flank. Um, and I think uh, you know he put all those things together, and he's probably next year. You know, even throughout this year. He's probably someone you want to have a look at your list. So he was only drafted in one percent of leagues, and he's only even now only owned in 42 percent of leagues. And he's not, yep. he's not owned in ours. So, um, yeah, he's something I'd have my eye on. So, if he, uh, obviously, you know, these high draft picks they tend to play on that half forward flank, get a few midfield minutes here and there, and then as they develop more time in the midfield, and you're looking at a good scorer. So,
0: all right, so, uh, put him in your black books, willpower, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, not anyone in. Our league, obviously.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh, All right, me. and I understand we're going to get about to get a uh, unbiased opinion yeah. on Jack Bowes. So Kay's always uh, talks about him each week, but Tom, can oh, you really? tell us what you really think about Jack Bowes? Well,
1: I like his hair's amazing, so he stands out. Is it though? I don't reckon it's that good, but you, you can see it because it's always so perfect, and he, mm. so he stands out in the games. He was on the weekend; he, he really was everywhere. I did notice him. He I've played. S- I've he seen played much well. better
0: hair in the AFL. He, uh, but anyway,
1: he, he impacted the game like he made a made a big impact on the actual game, but. Yep and I, th- I, sh- I thought he was everywhere like he must be scoring well but every time I checked his score fantasy score just wasn't moving so yep. he isn't a great AFL footballer yeah he's always going to be playing in the side I just don't think he's fantasy relevant this, so- the role doesn't that isn't conducive to fantasy scoring.
0: At the moment, he's named as a defender, I guess, which is kind of unusual because you know he's a he's a midfielder in uh, midfielder in classic, and it was mm. one of those players that Ultimate Footy oh, really? um, added on as a defender. Yeah. So he's unlikely to keep that back status next season. So when yeah. you think of him as like a seventy-eight average, oh, is he seventy, I think he's in that maybe low eighties. 83. Yep, yeah. 83, yeah, in the uh, yeah as a midfielder. Is that yeah really keeper worthy? Because you like you said before, Tom, you could probably pick someone like that up off the uh, in the draft. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. back yes
0: centre No. Yeah, okay. I'd, I'd probably still be taking the punt because you know it's his third season. He's shown, True. Um, you know, a decent build each year. He's kind of building nicely, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Kay's uh, talks him up a lot more than uh, he yeah. should be. <laughs>
1: you don't actually get points for for hair.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah.
2: Is, is Jack Bowes aware of this obsession? Like, has the has the paperwork for the restraining order come through? I don't
0: yeah. know. I don't. I'd be baffled if he knows about the podcast. I'd be baffled <laughs> if any uh, AFL any <laughs> player knew about this podcast. But uh, if they Fair if enough. you do know about it, get in touch, we'll have you on the show. <laughs> uh, St Kilda versus West Coast at Marvel Stadium. So, first player I want to talk about is uh, Josh Battle. So he had 100 points and took nine marks, and he's playing in defence this year. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago when he guess he had his other ton, and uh, he was drafted as a key forward. Um, so Saints like this position. So you've seen guys like Logan Austin last year flourish in this position, kind of that loose man, like taller player in the loose in defence who takes a lot of grabs across there. So I don't know. Is there any chance of him coming fantasy relevant? I don't think Tom will actually know what he looks like like or yeah. what he does but what do you think
2: Gerald was that that was kind of the role Blake Akers was playing as well yeah exactly he yeah. scored really well and has since has since gone to shit you know? yeah so um yeah look he's obviously he's a young guy he's got a big body so you know I wouldn't say why not he's gonna you know, having a pair of cracks St Kilda aren't much good there's going to be a plenty of ball in their back line for someone to mop up so yeah um yeah why not him
0: yeah, uh, Ed Phillips. So he was talked up a lot in the uh, preseason by our podcast, anyway. And then, uh, yeah, we thought he was going to kind of break into that side because he had really solid VFL numbers, played the back end of last year, and then uh, come start of the season finds himself back in the VFL. But he had seventy f- uh, points on the weekend, and uh, yeah, great VFL numbers as we mentioned. But uh, I guess it's just good to see him actually in the in the ones. And I oh, know I said I made the call; he'd be a ninety average wingman uh, eventually, not this season. Did he play on the wing? I'm still not sure where I sit with this game. I'm Um, I didn't actually see This game time So I'm not 100% sure Because it's on the same time As the uh, showdown Uh, So uh, yeah Hoping he did But uh, I I can't see him Playing in a real So Uh, Jamie he's Starting to find some form Uh, He had 89 this week And he had a slow start To the season But I guess the Eagles Were out of form And he had uh, an injury I think it was a toe Or something strange Like that So he didn't really do The last bit of the pre-season Missed the first couple weeks Then he came out With uh, a reasonable start But then he went And had a 35 And a 20 Or something like that Um, But he could have been Dropped in a few leagues I think so and he's kind of, he went at 80 last year as a forward. And uh, yeah, he's had a few scores above 80 this season. So mm. just someone to look at. Uh, any thoughts, guys? No, nope, moving nope. on. <laughs> Leah Ryan, uh, he had 85 points, but that's his top score of the season. And he nice. looks flashy, but uh, no, nah, it doesn't do enough to be a decent fantasy scorer. Yeah,
2: good, it's good, good to watch. Bad at fantasy,
0: yeah. All right, and before we move up, uh, move on, sorry, well, there's a, a note here about Nick Nat. Who oh, I read there? an
1: article today. Okay, go on. Yeah, Gaff saw him at training. He said he looked, Dangerous. Okay, cool. So he's back. They said he'd be <laughs> back back by the by the buyer, by a West Coast buyer. So yeah, he just if any if he's in any leagues and you're you've got to play waivers, yep. get get him. You reckon? Like, Ruckman are gold.
0: Yeah, they are. They're so, so many there's, people want them.
1: Yeah. You need two minimum because you're <coughs> gonna play one and you need emergency, some even play two. Yeah. And there's just, just not enough going around. So yep. Nick Nat wants his fit, which he will be in what, three or four weeks. Yep. He's gone, He's a lock, and even, it doesn't even matter what he scores. He's dangerous. <laughs> he's so dangerous. Well, that's good. I own he's, him in our he's league, so. So, <laughs> so <laughs> dangerous. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, uh, someone wants this dangerous ruffle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to the showdown. So I don't know if we should be separated for this, Gerald. Did, um, uh, I'm not
2: sure. Do you want me to go through this, mate? So I uh, have to relive
0: it. No, nah, look, mate. I've uh, <laughs> I've come to grips with it. I'm feeling good about it now. And the, I didn't think we were going to win anyway, so it's it's fine. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, Jared Lean at uh, 113 points, uh, 26 disposal. He had 10 marks, and uh, the ball was in. Defense a lot though, so uh, yeah, um, yeah. Because I guess the way we're kind of you know getting pumped for most of the game, it was uh, around him a bit. So uh, he does seem to score well, and he's only had one score um, below seventy uh, last season in his six games that he played, and now he's averaging eighty four this season. So. I, I don't want him to be in the best twenty-two because I don't rate him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't know. like his fantasy scores are good, so is he yeah. actually bad in yeah.
0: the AFL I I just don't think like in terms of tools. I just don't think he, he fits the balance of our side. Yeah, okay. when you got Jonas so you and Clary in, in there, also, yeah, yeah, and that so in there. So, but the thing is, with the numbers he's putting up, he's probably likely to stay. And I guess that's just why I don't want him to the side. But from a fantasy perspective, um, I think he's actually quite serviceable.
2: Oh yeah, well with Burton out as well, that might yeah that might help his uh, yeah
0: because he doesn't play completely, to all. he can actually run he can actually yeah, you know yeah. kick take and grab all that sort of stuff so all the kind of qualities that you want in a good football sure. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> if you're playing this great game of ours you want to be able to mark and kick and run anyway uh sam power pepper uh 95 points he had seven clearances and he was becoming a bit of a uh clearance king i guess uh for port adelaide anyway um we're just wondering will he will he see a boost from the absence of wines Or is this yeah he's just gonna s- s- stick around with uh wines out with when wine comes back in what
2: yeah yeah so well, there's a lot of port mids out at the moment, isn't yeah. there? With Ebert and the like, so there's there's plenty of minutes going around. Um, so yeah, you would think so. I mean, his, his ball use is a bit of a worry. Oh yeah, yeah. but that's all, that's all Port Adelaide, mate. That well,
0: <laughs> you if, said if you're
2: dropping blokes on that, <laughs> we're dropping <it> outside. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. But no, yeah, he's certainly like he's a bull, so he has a crack, and like those inside mids are their their floor is always pretty low because they get the pill, they tackle. You yeah, know, they're good to have in your team. Onto a port
0: player that I don't hate yet, and that's uh, Xavier Dersma. Still to What's that? There's still time. Yeah, I know. I still might end up hating by the end of the season. Uh, 84 points, had 22 disposals. Yeah, um, he plays that wing role. It's it's so fantasy friendly, um, and he's pushing forward for a goal pretty much most weeks nowadays. So I really enjoy the bow and arrow that he rips out too. So uh,
1: I think <laughs> from, from a fantasy perspective, all from your kids, he's the he's yeah. the one I'd want. to Own. He looks great.
0: Well, his junior number were really good. Uh, not so much in his uh, under eighteen championships because he was uh, apparently thrown around heaps for Vic Country and played a whole heap of roles that he wasn't used to playing because they weren't that good last season but mm-hmm. in the TAC cup he was uh, averaged over 100 so oh really yeah so that was kind of the basis on me uh drafting him this year so but it's kind of it's it's uh i guess moving on to afl level it's actually you know looking promising i think i so. thought you
1: just drafted him because he wasn't guaranteed a spot like everyone else on your list
0: <laughs> yeah maybe that's that's the that's the reason why i drafted him tom
2: <laughs> all right uh alex keith
0: uh gerald you want to talk about him
2: yeah i I, uh, I really like Alex Keith, mostly because he has the potential to push Cole Hardigan completely out of the team. <laughs> potential. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, Cole Hardigan is one of those players you mentioned who can't run, kick, or <laughs> do anything functional of an Apple player. So, but, yeah, Keith had 91 points, had his best game, obviously won the, won the showdown medal for those who watched the game. Yep. 12 intercept possessions, so... He's he's kind of taken over that intercept role, but he's like the that I guess Dodi had before he did his knee, and yep. that Lever had before he walked down on the club because he's got no heart. <laughs> um, but he's kind of bigger than that. Like he's he's a big he's a yeah, big, he's, big big boy. Well, so obviously he's got strong. Yeah. He's like, like, yeah, I
1: didn't he, know I don't know when that happened, but well, he's, well, he's it he's such a difference.
2: I guess he's not young. So if is he twenty eight? Well, I think he's 27, 28, But yeah, I guess um, obviously he yeah. had a background in in cricket. Yeah, which, apparently he's a cricket. I've never yeah, heard if heard if that you, before. If you had listened to the yeah, the call, you may have heard something to that effect. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like he's a big frame, so he's big enough to he doesn't need to be that third tall, he can play as your your second tall or your first tall mm. and still get those intercept possessions. So if
0: he has the potential to push cut Hardigan out of the side, yes. does that mean he goes and plays a fullback dud fantasy role when Dude comes back?
2: No, I think uh I think he can do that, but I don't I don't think if he if that's what I'm saying, if he were to play on, say, the second tall, I don't think he would suddenly Stop intercepting the ball. I think it'd still be taking marks. Still be doing all those things. It yeah. just wouldn't wouldn't necessarily be third man up so much. I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess just on the weekend from where I was sitting, uh, I sit behind the goals. He just seemed to be unopposed uh, a oh, lot really? in. Well, yeah, he just take a lot of grabs where you know Port just bomb on heads basically inside <laughs> fifty, and if there's no one uh, there to actually get on the end of it, it just fell in his lap most of the yeah. times. So that's why was taking all those marks, I guess. Um, so yeah, that just seemed. But he's but that said, he's done it a few weeks now where he's actually scored yeah, recently. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Lockie Murphy, so eighty six points, 11 disposals, 11 tackles and a goal. Uh, big game but he's only averaging 60 this year so personally I'd avoid but those tackle numbers are something that I do like. I do like a small four that can actually tackle because as we always say uh, it's something you can do every week without having to get a lot of the ball.
2: Correct, yeah. I, I wouldn't want him on my team, though. Nah, neither. <laughs> no,
0: neither. Stay away. <laughs> Hugh Greenwood 93 points, eight tackles, and a goal. Uh, talked about this last week, but uh, I think he's uh considerably better than Cam Ellis Yolman. Um, very <laughs> so low bar. Something about <laughs> someone said something about his rig here on the show, doc. What's uh, going on here?
2: Oh, yeah, so I mean, if you, you, I guess when you guys talked about him last week, you kind of compared him to Cam, and I think uh. Like Cam's got a better rig, so <laughs> if, you're, if you're working on a, on a rig-based economy, which, yep. you know, some people do. Do you get, you get might, fantasy points to that? Um, He's not, not a good-looking man. No, <laughs> no. So strict, stick to the fantasy, I think, and stick with Hugh Greenwood, who I think tackles a lot more, is more athletic, takes yep. marks, you know, does, does kick the odd goal. I think if um, – if like you know, if you're not if you're not a regular watcher of Crow's games, you might just be another another one of them. I do think
1: he's a very all round footballer. and yeah. that, he doesn't excel at any one thing, but he's sort of good at everything. Yeah, which means like, he's, he's important to the team.
2: Yeah, it's good for fantasy, and it means he's, he's in the best twenty two. So when you got Gibbs back, you've yeah, got uh,
0: Seedsman coming back into the side. You're assuming Crouch isn't injured. Does. Cam Young would hold his spot or does Hugh Greenwood hold the spot? If one of them oh, goes like out. Oh, Hugh would, for yeah. sure. Okay.
1: Cool. All Cam right. Cam does have a nice dog. I saw it at the dog park one day, though. So yeah. I don't know if you get your points for that. Well, you are F.
0: dog obsessed, and I'll give you points for that, mate. <laughs> yeah, so.
1: thanks. Uh, North
0: Melbourne versus Geelong, moving on. So uh, Robbie Tarrant had uh, 88 points and nine marks, and he's been popping up with uh, these good scores. And uh, Scott Thompson's been scoring well as well. But like It's kind of like they rotate each week, but he's out at the moment, so it's on to Robbie Tarrant. But uh, you can't really trust key defenders. So
2: I don't know. I, I used to have Robbie Tarrant. He was quite good. I think he averaged about 75 the Yeah, year. So he was well, good, good for a backup defender. Yeah, and he definitely. plays every week, but. But yeah, I, yeah, he's he's getting old now, and I think you know. Whilst the ball is going to be in North Melbourne's back line a lot, <laughs> probably probably not worth. Uh, I love, I love too having someone like
1: Robbie Tarrant on you in your side just to have as the your guaranteed emergency back that yeah. you can chuck on, and you know you're you know we're going to get. So well, if you need I, someone, he's,
0: I guess. he's valuable. Yeah, he might be on the waiver, so if you need someone to come in uh, for that spot, then uh, you might be able to go grab and, uh, go out and get him. Uh, ben Brown, 96 points and uh, five goals, so he's kicked five and didn't turn up. So Yeah, that's a worry. Yeah, maybe Stuart going down for a half a quarter of the game might have helped him as well. Yeah. not sure. So, uh, but he is starting to score a little bit more consistently, but he had to go on this big run in the third quarter where he kicked, I think, four off. I think he lost yeah. his goals in that third quarter. So.
1: But he's always been goal-dependent for his scoring, so yeah, that's not sure. unsurprising. It's just that Ben Brown and North Melbourne have been absolute trash yeah, to this true. point in the year. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you can't get any worse. So, I, I don't think he's a bad either pickup or trade target just because, like, he will, he can't be any worse than he has been. To this point in the year, and it's not his fault, and he's exactly. going to play every game. Oh well, it's not really his fault. He's playing for North <laughs> Melbourne <laughs>
0: as a full forward. He'd be a he'd be a Coleman favourite most years if he played in a decent side. Yeah, I
1: think
0: so. Uh, Charlie Constable, uh, twenty-seven disposals and one hundred and seven points. Yeah, ten marks as well. So I guess this is Geelong's kind of they chip mm. around a bit and pinpoint passes. They can actually hit their uh, their kicks, uh, their short distance kicks. So he gets a few marks around the ground. I just think he's going to be an absolute jet. Yeah. You know, there's just someone I didn't expect to come on the no. scene. So after not playing a game last season, yeah. come. On the scene and just do this. Uh, well done to those people who own him, and I doubt he's going to be available in any leagues. Uh, but uh, maybe you might be able to give him a trade, and uh, probably it wasn't dropped. Was he
1: just rested, right?
0: I'd have no idea. Like, no. I was trying to find out, but I wasn't really sure what was going on. But he was
1: a late call-up, wasn't he? And yeah, then but then the, he, missed, a goal. he missed a missed He played a game in the VFL well. last yeah. week, didn't he?
0: Yeah, so I'm not really sure what was going on. He,
1: he doesn't belong in the VFL. <coughs> nah, absolutely
0: no, absolutely not. He smashed it in that game too. Uh, Jordan Clark, uh, 17 disposals, 7 marks and 2 goals. Uh, he had a little bit of midfield time this week as well, so I guess that uh, comes from his bump in scoring. Uh, good signs for his owners, and uh, hopefully that uh, continues. Grian uh, Myers had another big game, and he had 94 points, uh, 22 touches and 8 marks. He's averaging 92 from his past 3 and uh I reckon he's starting to come pretty reliable. What do you guys think?
2: Do you know who this is, Tom?
1: I have no idea what he
2: looks like. <laughs> Got <laughs> dreadlocks.
1: That gold. Oh that yeah. Got, yeah, I yeah, don't that, know. That Is that isn't rising right? star this week. Oh, oh okay. no, he's good. Where where did Geelong keep finding these guys? No idea. It's not fair.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think they he's from Geelong. I think as well. So they probably oh, stash oh, really? him away and uh, yeah, yeah, don't uh, don't show him. I think he's the one I'm thinking of. Anyway, uh, Brandon Parfit, 85 points, 23 touches, four tackles, getting more midfield time as well, more clearances. Um, still a bit inconsistent for my liking to rely on as a midfielder, uh, but uh, yeah, I reckon we should just be keeping an eye on him because he's probably that next generation of Geelong's. Uh, midfield then yeah, yeah. a few of them are getting a bit long in the tooth at the yeah. moment so I well. doubt
1: in a keep, in a good keeper league that he would be available. No not all no. that someone would give him up.
0: Yeah. Someone I just uh yeah keep track of though. Uh Cam Guthrie uh, back to reality for this guy. I think he <laughs> uh, had uh was averaging ninety before this week and then had a fifty nine so averaging yeah.
1: ninety for the year yeah I think he, for, well, for a game.
0: I think he's only played like two three games yeah, yeah. so uh, and he's uh yeah he's Cam done. Guthrie is trash. Yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh yeah just good to uh, see him I guess, come back and – because I don't even think he went – I don't even know if he went drafted in our league this season. I'm not sure.
2: I do hope no players listen to this podcast (laughs) because Tom's called 50% of them trash. Yeah. i uh, other words. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, let's move on to Hawthorne versus GWS. So uh, James Cousin had a uh, 108 this week. And uh, he went out of the side last week and then came back in. And Dan mm. Howe kind of made way for him this week. So I reckon that was probably impact, is impacting his scoring before that actually happened. And uh, Scully didn't really get a lot of it too. So this probably helped Cousins as well. Well, we start seeing this more often. Howe out of the side. Because Cousins started really well and kind of tapered off when those guys started coming back into the side. But uh, what do you think? Uh many miles to feed or do you reckon he'll be all right?
1: I think Cousins is alright and a good good stash. I like but there's there is midfield minutes galore at Hawthorne. Yeah, it. definitely. And, and Dan Howe is always going to be in and out of that side, I think. Because yeah, yeah. he just like but he will he's there to they're ready to go, but he doesn't really he's not gonna lock in. But I think James Cousins can hold a spot in that side and there is points to be had so well James
2: sure. James Cousins probably got more room for improvement than Howe as well. Yep. So there's there's more future, there's more more incentive to keep him in the team and see how he yeah.
1: goes. Scully's dropped off the face of the earth, so he's almost yeah like not fantasy relevant at all.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hasn't been for a while. Um Blake Hardwick. So, I'm really starting to like the look of him. He had 91 points on the on the weekend, and he has heaps of rebound 50s. And, uh, yeah, I guess we've been talking about him for a bit. And, uh, yeah, from his past three, he's averaging 88. And he's still available in a lot of leagues. So, um, yeah, if you've, if, you've, if he's out there and available in your waivers, I suggest picking him up because uh, I like the way he attacks the ball and uh, he's just a no-fuss type player. So, hopefully, he can uh, keep this fantasy run going. Uh, Heath Shaw, guys. He's too good for this podcast, all right? But, uh Kays said a couple of weeks ago he'd be dropped mid-season. I think mm. he had a bad week, at had about a 59. Since then, he's gone uh, 83, 72 and 124. He's averaging 93 in those past three. So,
2: so I, this is just to give Kays a drive-by? Absolutely. he's not yep. here to defend himself? When, okay. when okay. he was absolutely.
1: scoring poorly at the start of the year, he was, his football wasn't bad. He was playing yeah. specific lockdown roles. Yeah. Um, and then he's just been freed up now. So I don't know what changed, whether someone else came in and took over the lockdown role which freed him up. Yeah. But something's definitely changed because, yeah, now, like he's just – it, like his role has completely changed from the start of the year. Well, he's two. He's he was too never going to get user, dropped, though. Isn't he? Like he he's, he's,
2: they, they want the ball in his hands coming out Yeah, yeah nights, definitely. So he's going to get plenty of kicks But it's
1: just, he's got no value in a keeper league, though, because it's his last season. Yeah.
0: but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're after him in a trade, aren't you, Tom?
1: A <laughs> <laughs> few offers in the last couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> a guy's going the flag. <laughs> <laughs> just to really getting inside my head. He's trying to trade rape your head <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Uh Jeremy Finlayson, uh, 96 points, three goals. So, uh, so uh, the move forward for him has been quite good. Uh, he's still a bit inconsistent; to be relied on regularly, but uh, he does every now and then he does pop up, he kicks a few goals, and he does have the tools to be a star. So last season he played, a, he started the season like a house on fire, um, playing off mm. half back and uh, had some scores in the eighties and nineties, and then got injured and then struggled to make his way back in. Now um, they've shifted him forward, and he's quite tall. He's kind of playing that third tool, second tour, I guess. They don't really have anyone else apart from Cameron. But, uh, oh, no, they got Himmelberg, Yes, so third tool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, kind of floating in and out and uh, kicking goals. Uh, I don't know. I just think he's – if he – I don't know. It depends where he plays in the future. If he stays up forward, he might still keep being consistent. But where they play him over the next couple of years, when someone like Patton comes back, he actually shows he can get a bit of the footy and uh, use it quite well. So I reckon he's just wanting to keep an yeah. eye on.
2: Well, he's young and he's, he's a good size and he yeah. uses the ball well. So, yeah, he's certainly going to be in the team. But like you say, yeah, if, if he plays that – if he goes back and plays as like the third defender, then yeah, absolutely, he's very fantasy relevant.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyone else want to talk about anything before we move on? Oh, I
1: do. Jared Ruffett, unfortunately, he can be as nice a bloke as you want, but yeah, he's giving guys the tips. He's in the just tools a and... list list clogger now okay. in, in fantasy football. Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. absolutely. Other than possible, you know, last hurrah farewell game like Mick Valley last year, winning a <laughs> grand, grand final. Yep. In, for Norma Smith, <laughs> only game he played for me last season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Other than that, yeah, unfortunately, his fantasy days are done.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. But uh, we'll move on to the uh, Fremantle versus Richmond game. So, uh, Rain Man, I understand you made the trip across the Nullarbor to have a look at this one, specifically for this game. Specifically for this
2: game, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, went to, the, went to the new Perth Stadium, had a look. So, yeah, it was a lovely day in uh, in Perth, so I uh, had a very good time. So, uh, yeah, just uh, so a few people to talk about. So, Rory Lobb. Um, Dominated in the ruck, so he had uh, 122 points and 45 hit-outs, But I guess if you were there, you noticed Nank went down yep. early in the first quarter with a calf, and then barely played, and he was, <coughs> I don't know, rucking against uh, someone who should not Both have been down. in the ruck. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that didn't help. And the week before, he had 74 against uh against the great Riley O'Brien. So and and was pretty decisively beaten in that matchup. So Lob still averages 82, but you know you got to worry about um. You got to worry about him really. Like I think the team balance. So McCarthy was dropped this week. Taberner and Hogan are playing okay. I think Hogan was listed to start at full four, but he, from what I saw, he kind of took a lot of marks up the ground. So whether that team balance, whether they want to bring uh, Darcy in and you know move Lobb forward, that might hurt his scoring. I think there's there's a lot of questions about about Lob. Um, I don't
0: know. Have thoughts? Uh, yeah, pretty much same. I've, I've never trusted him uh, really because he's never averaged over you know mid sixties before. He's having his best season, but his role's changed a little bit at uh, Fremantle. He's, uh, I guess, using in the ruck more. But he said himself he doesn't even want to play ruck. Yeah, he wants to he play wants forward. To play so as a key forward. I don't yeah. know how far I could, you know, how far I could uh, that, trust um, him in that.
1: Darcy's fit, isn't he? Now Darcy's oh, fit. Yeah, he's, he's in, playing in the two. I wouldn't tours. say fit. Sorry, I'd say He's <laughs> not injured. I mean. Not injured. <laughs> um, like, so if they they must want him to play Nob. he must be
0: more effective, yeah.
2: Yeah, so. yeah I don't know. Or, you know, um, maybe they're looking for more from Darcy in the two. <laughs> I don't know. Anything's happening here. So, um, the other one uh, I want to talk about as well was uh, Adam Cheris. So, I guess you guys talked about him last week, and uh, he kind of he scored well when he moved into the midfield last week and had had an 88. This week, he's back playing to the half-back flank and did nothing. So,. Um, <laughs> I think uh, he's obviously a high draft pick. Uh, only his second year. I think I have him on my list. So obviously, I want to talk about him. But um, yeah, I think he's got a, a big future if uh, that Freo tide keeps turning over, and you know they can't, and he gets some more midfield minutes. he's, yeah. he's poised to go really big? I think. So <coughs> played half forward last year, half whack this year. But he's he's got a bit of potential to work with. Um, the other player uh, Grig. So always like other player Grig. So uh, obviously he's. Uh, Finished up now. He's had a good good uh, fantasy career, good footy career. Yeah. Played well, was a key cog of that Richmond team there that was successful. So um shame about that. Uh, Bolter, we've talked about, was in the ruck against uh against uh his scoring's got, a,
1: got an increase from that, I think. Just He's like
2: sc- if, if he only gets five extra hit out. Do you think, or make does make his role
0: just not change and soldo just jumps into next role?
2: No, I think so. I think Soldo can't but Nank, be able to run the was game. Out rucking like all game. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So Soldo will get a run there. Um, Tom, you've got a note here for Brayshaw. <laughs> uh, what, Brayshaw has gone backwards
1: hard this year, I think. like At least he showed <laughs> something this last year. This year, he's just, he's just shown nothing. So, about, I've uh, like, no I'll put a talent. bit of research
0: into this one for you, Tom. So, uh, he is... Averaging, uh, sorry, let me let me start again. So his uh, time on ground is uh, no different. If it's if not, it's probably a little bit less than uh, previous seasons. Mm-hmm. So previous year. So I worked out the numbers today, and if we were to work out his points per minute and say he would have played the same midfield time as Nat Five, he'd be averaging around the mid 80s mark if he's actually playing, you know, the game out. But he's still so kind you're
1: of saying he's just not good enough. To well, play. he's spending a lot so of time on the, the bench.
0: I me, mean, I don't know what the goal is because it was last year as well. He wasn't playing uh, a lot of time on ground. But the other thing as well, we got to remember, he's their number two midfielder essentially so yeah. he's generally going, having a pretty good so I, you're
1: saying he's got no excuses <laughs> <laughs> I'm he's saying he's generally got a pretty good opponent 30s.
0: he's pretty, got a pretty good opponent on him every week as well so I don't, I'm not ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet uh, I'm ready to uh, I'm willing to uh, give bracer a, a few more opportunities just yet he's number two draft pick so we your can't excuse write off the for his yet.
1: poor scores is that he might be getting tagged out of the game not
0: tagged but uh, you know he's 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 his, not his not opponent's just be beating him to the ball that's all <laughs>
1: okay
0: alright <laughs>
2: And Anyone else from that game? Uh, yeah, and the last one, uh, Sydney Stack. So I guess he's coming <laughs> back in. He's not may not be in the full side even next year, but um, not sure where he plays. He scores well when he's when he's out there. So it's you know that's a good indication. But um, you know you got to be in the best twenty-two. Um, probably one for the future, I guess. Yeah, just want to keep an eye on, you know, low-grade low stash.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm big on Sydney stacker uh, coming in, I guess, as uh, one of those players that missed uh, missed being drafted and uh, come on the uh, supplementary kind of players list. Uh, yeah, a lot of those guys, actually, Lockhart as well, they're showing some good things uh, this season. It's been a, yeah. quite a revelation. Um, it kind of makes you wonder about how many good players are actually playing out there in the yeah, state leagues yeah. and could be coming in. The mid-season draft would be interesting.
2: Well, yeah, I, yeah, that's it. I guess they've... Their bodies are ready. They played a lot of footy, and they've yeah. got a bit of a chip on their shoulder, not being drafted. And yeah. you know,
1: I think especially a team like Richmond is this is why the rules came in is when they have a lot of key injuries to very specific yeah. positions. Yeah, and and long term injuries as well. So I think they will have someone in mind to come and play a role probably immediately. So just have a look.
0: All right, that uh, wraps up the round rewind, and we'll uh, move on to from the twos. Okay, in this segment we uh, have a look at the state leagues and see who's performing well. Uh, There was a Waffle versus Sandful game on this weekend, so we've only got two leagues to talk about, but we'll uh, start off with the VFL. Now, uh, Billy Longer had a... uh big uh, week. He scored 157. And uh, we did see uh, Rowan Marshall would be a bit quieter, but I don't think it's enough to overtake him. But uh, if you've got this, uh, I guess if you've got him, you can handcuff him with uh, Billy Longer because he'll be pretty uh, decent when he does come in. Uh, Aaron Hall had 123. Uh, Tom, I believe you've got something you want to say about Aaron Hall.
1: He got 123, but where he belongs. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's cooked. He's... He's not going to play much more AFL, I reckon.
0: Yeah, and uh, along with Dom Tyson, probably too. Uh, Jonathan Marsh, one hundred and twenty-one. Uh, Nathan Provat, one hundred and eighteen. Uh, just keeps pumping out big scores in the VFL. Uh, doesn't really do that in AFL, which sucks. Uh, Braden Proust, one hundred and fifteen. Uh, what do you think, Tom? Well,
1: just, he's just—he's always scored well. Yeah. But he's like, there's no reason for Melbourne to play him yeah. because yeah. it doesn't improve the side at all.
2: I still can't understand how why he would go to Melbourne? Why he would sign? Yeah, you know, when, so you can you'll keep reading his name out every week. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> plus Ruckman always just seemed to go huge in the VFL as well. Yeah. I've noticed they all got massive averages. Uh, Patrick Naish had 114. Lockie Fogarty, that's what we we're talking about. Four, so
2: still not interested
0: at 114. <laughs> now I'm just hoping he gets played this week because I'm going to need some players because everyone keeps getting injured. Uh, and Bailey Williams had 112 and also can't get a kick at AFL level. Uh, moving on to knee full. Uh Tom, who top scored in the knee full this week?
1: Ryan Clark. Okay, what did he 173. have? 173. So I think had about. It's just such last week. such a good uh, sort of proof of how bad the Nifo is. Yeah, pretty uh, much. <laughs> Uh, no, you don't really have to say any more.
0: Uh, no. Nah, um, well, there's always someone going huge in the knee and uh, they generally can't seem to get a game at AFL level ever, no matter how often they turn up, apart from Tom Mitchell, but uh, <laughs> it's probably the rare, <laughs> rare one every now and then. Uh, Jacob Dawson at 139. Nick Robertson, 135. Bastinac 131. And uh, I don't know, if, <laughs> if Barry doesn't come up, could Bastie be back in the side? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> well. uh, Al Christensen, uh, Bundy had 129. James Robottom 125. Reese Matheson, 120. Will Brody, hope to see him back in the uh, Gold Coast side. What do you think, Ray? Yeah,
2: I, I don't know why he's not in the team. Like uh, 119 yeah. in the NEFL, Obviously, Tom is not yeah. that impressive, but yeah, like, early draft pick. He's young. He's big bodied. I don't see don't why. Know, he's not that's on the a team. tough
1: team to crack. Yeah, yeah exactly. No like, one's really lighted a- <laughs> up in there.
2: <laughs> Who is keeping him out of the team is the question. Yeah.
0: I don't know, Stuart Joe just likes to make an example of a few players, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Louis Taylor, last month the EFL, he scored 117 on the weekend. So, you know, if you're really struggling or, you know, might think that one of these guys might get a game sometime soon, uh, take a look at their numbers and, uh, yeah, he might uh, you might be able to find some gold there. All these stats uh, for all the leagues appear uh, weekly on our Patreon page. So if you uh, want to sign up and uh, pledge a couple bucks to support the podcast, keep doing what we do, uh, head to patreon.com slash Uh We'll go straight into the captains cool this week so uh this is uh the section where i guess i look at a few players um who generally average well uh, versus their upcoming opposition or at the the, the venue that they're playing at and uh, guys that could go big this week. And they're usually a bit left field, so if you're struggling to have a genuine captain option, uh, we can have a look at some of these players. So Alex Witherden, he's only played, I think, a handful, maybe one or two games against Adelaide, but he's actually averaging 138 against them. And he actually averages 92 at uh, home at the Gabba too. So if you're really struggling for someone to put the captaincy on, uh, you might want to stick it on him.
2: It's probably because the Crows are butchering the ball going yeah, forward. So probably.
0: there's a lot of loose ball to pick up there. Maybe. Uh, Tom, Tom Phillips, uh, I, I don't know. I think he's actually a genuine captain option these days, but he averages 121 versus St. Kilda. Tim Kelly averages 119 against Western Bulldogs. Jared oh, Lyons. I would, I would
1: put it on Kelly. Kelly's yeah. unstoppable yeah. at the moment. Yeah,
0: he's absolutely killing it. Uh, Jared Lyons, this would be a risky one. It'd take a bold man to do it, I think. But he's had a good couple of weeks, and uh, he averages uh, 116 against the Crows, his old side. So we'll see how he goes. How uh, many games has
2: he played this year?
0: Do you know? Uh, I think he's I think he played all of them, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think he might have missed one. But, uh, yeah, he hasn't been scoring terribly well. Uh, Connor Blakely, uh, if he can come back into the side, he actually averages uh, 112 against Essendon. Uh, Jacob Offer, also 112, Hopper, sorry, 112 against Carlton. Uh, Josh Kelly, 108 against Carlton. And uh, Tom Rockliffe, uh, he averages 104 versus Gold Coast and 102 at Adelaide Oval. So, we saw him have a big uh, big game last week with yeah, uh, Wines out. Life. Um, he might be getting, because there's uh, more midfield, I guess, numbers to go around for him uh, might uh, go alright. The last two I'm going to talk about, they both play at uh, Blundstone Arena this week in uh, Tassie and it's Josh Kennedy and Luke Parker. So they go really well down at Blundstone Arena surprisingly so 108 and 104 respectively. So yeah, if you're really struggling for uh, blokes to put a C uh, c on, these guys could get you out of a a bit of a hole. Alright, we'll now move on to our favourite segment, the Listener Tweets. All right, moving on to our favourite segment of the week, the uh, list of tweets where we get in touch with our listeners and help them out with our fantasy sides. So, Gerald, what's the uh, first listener tweet for the week?
2: Okay, so first one here from at Hawker. Trade done last night in our league. Old man Simpson for Riley Knight. Hashtag...
0: Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, we get a few of these. Uh, so I guess old man Simpson uh, being Cade Simpson, hopefully not Dawson Simpson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he looks old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I guess what do you think of the trade, guys? Uh, uh, Riley Knight, uh, I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sold on that he's actually going to be a good fantasy scorer. And no. I don't know. I think they might have could have got a bit more value out of Cade Simpson for someone who's gunning for the flag, but that seems so C- done.
1: Cade Simpson's got five more games left in his legs, I reckon.
0: Yeah. Five. Well, he hasn't been injured for a long time until this season. He comes back next week, so. I
1: actually read the other day that he's approaching the most losses of all time. I thought he already had that. Oh, did he? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he just overtook. Yeah. Exciting times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 really get around him. hope they celebrate that one hard. Uh, what's the next uh, tweet, Gerald? Uh,
2: yeah, at, at Russ 2468, in a full keeper league, how much would you chase points in the buy rounds? I'm sitting on top on percentage in a tight league. I'm happy with the balance of my side and don't want to do a Coach Voss ruin the future of my list but that cup is in reach
0: shout out to coach Voss there must be someone else in his league there so g'day to him uh, just before I answer that one uh, there's another question straight after that's pretty much exactly the same but uh, they're playing through the buys um, there's com- they're comfortably in the top eight and their thoughts of uh, copying the odd donut instead of trading uh, in order to keep the, the team for the rest of the season so yeah um, I guess I don't know. We don't play through buy, buy rounds no. in our league. But I would more be also worried about what my team's going to look like come grand final week yeah, more so yeah. than what's going to happen through the buy rounds. Just if you're comfortably in the eight, um, especially if you're only worried about especially percentage. Especially if it's a league, Yeah, a that's right. Yeah.
1: yeah. it's, not, yeah, it's no, a bit I, of a no-brainer. I think also if you, if you are picking up some waivers and like you've got the, the couple of spots on your list that you normal cycle through, just focus on a couple of the buy rounds and, and almost – Give up one game, yeah, if yeah. you can, if you or focus on look at your look at your fixture and see there might be a, a strong team in one of the weeks and just sort of give up, that <laughs> week, to be honest, and <laughs> yeah, focus in others.
0: Yeah, yeah, just worry. I reckon just worry about your team at the end of the year. Come grand final week, what you want it to look like then, not that what you want it to look like in the byes. Yeah,
2: the buyers are going to be a crapshoot, so yeah. At Yui, sorry, at Yui, does Nick Larky have dynasty relevance? Um, I don't know. We've seen only
0: three games from him this season. Key forward, I'm not a huge fan of, but he has been scoring okay. I think around the seventies. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Anyone else got any ideas?
1: I think long term he is. So yep. Uh, I do think like he's mobile and he takes marks. So I think he will, uh, but like a lot of time. So if it's, it just depends if it's one of those deep <coughs> leagues or whether like we've only got
2: sixteen keepers an hour, so he's nowhere near it. Yeah. No, but, um, but the deeper leagues, yeah, definitely have a look at him. Yep. Uh, Or a couple of you boys Or you boys will have thoughts about this guy At Luke Matar 15 No Nank so I need to choose from Segler, Soldo And that's it Unless Abbott or Clark get renamed Also any thoughts on Redman Deep League and sits on my bench
0: um, I'd be taking Segler out of those two you say Abbott uh, or Clark get named uh, I think uh, Darcy Fort apparently has been just knocking the door down the last few weeks as well so he might even come in before Abbott so um, we might have to just see what goes on there but I don't even know if Geelong actually well, I, uh,
2: I don't think they're looking I think Stanley's nah, been pretty solid for yeah. him yeah. so. unless
0: they have one of their second rub but yeah well, I don't know what they're going to do they might play Stanley Ford but I don't think they'll be tinkering with their structure too much they're going pretty well Geelong uh, but i say yeah I'd take Segler before Soldo I just you know if you haven't seen enough of him, at least you've seen Segal play a few yeah. games and get a bit of a read. Uh, for Redmond, oh, for me, the jury's still out. Uh, I like his style of play, but he's only played 10 games, so I reckon he just needs a bit more confidence and experience before I can make a, a, a great judgment. Tom, as an Essendon fan, what do you think?
1: Uh, I actually don't mind him in the side, but he's, just, he's a bit too raw. Yeah. I'm still frustrated that we picked him up to start with, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, he does. Like give him time, but I'm not too sure if you mean uh, as far as like uh, playing him. I wouldn't this year. I wouldn't even think about it. But, well, I guess fantasy relevance um, going
0: forward. Do you reckon he'd be a good scorer?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah? Because he's like, he's, he's only going to be that floating around play. He's not yeah. like, yeah, I do.
0: He's not going to be the type he has to man up or no. uh, yeah, lock someone down. No,
2: fair enough. All right. And last one is uh, at Milsey underscore 21, Jack Bowes for Sonny Walters. Is is this a joke tweet? Is this one of K's burner accounts? Yeah, it must be. What is going on? I
0: don't know. Is he trying to get Walters out of you?
2: Oh, he hasn't said me an offer, but I don't
0: know. He- <laughs> well, there's a question mark at the end of this, and so this might actually be a trade proposal. <laughs> uh, for me, um, it's a tough one because I, I think about, you know, going forward, Jack Bowes being young, um, not going to be a defender next year, and I guess it depends on the state of your team. If you're having a crack for a flag this year, I'd, I'd probably go Walters over the two, but uh, long-term, I'd go Jack Bowes. What do you guys think?
1: Uh, Walters in a heartbeat. Yes, yeah, yeah? not having a contest. Yeah, okay. You know, Just because I- he's got nice hair. Well I just think you're gonna get
0: more out of Bose over time than
2: you are with
1: Walters, but Walters uh, isn't that young. How old is he? And Bose is unproven. Walter's is proven at least. Yeah, okay, yeah. I guess.
2: And Walter's can have like a big game. I can have a, you know, one pump out of yeah. 140 every now it's and then. He's not having
0: from Bose at the moment.
2: And he's, and he's excellent fun to watch too on <laughs> yeah. the TV. That's true. Just whenever he gets near the pill.
0: son, <laughs> Screaming it out. All right, so that wraps up the uh, list of tweets. Uh, before we go, uh, we'll just go through an iTunes review now. We, did, we had weeks where we didn't get any uh, reviews, but this week uh, I Am Someone Else uh, wrote in, uh, up there with the Draft Doctors, which is a massive uh, compliment for us, they're a bit of an inspiration for us, um, but uh, what he said is, uh, these boys are delivering some of the best content around for a Fantasy Keeper League, uh, they're both intelligent, don't know about that, That's surreal. <laughs> and know their stuff, and the Patreon stuff is top class, so anyone who's in a Keeper League should be listening to this pod, so thanks for those uh, kind words, I am someone else, and uh, yeah, um, if you uh, would like to say something nice about the podcast <laughs> and uh, maybe give us a five star review, uh, <laughs> just hit us up on the iTunes because they do actually help you climb the podcast ranks and all that sort of stuff so it would be help us out a lot if you could uh, do that for us anyway that uh, pretty much wraps up the show so I guess first of all thanks for uh, Trouty and uh, Rain Man for joining me this week Uh, jumping in when uh, Kay's bailed on me last minute I don't know how long it's going to take me to uh, forgive him for that one but uh,
2: not there yet obviously
0: no no we'll see how we go by next week I might just get you guys back next week and keep
2: going Uh, Uh, it's been a pleasure thank you (laughs) see see how the reviews go first
0: mate yeah that's true Uh, I guess we'll plug our socials before we leave Uh, uh, at keeper league pod on Facebook and Twitter and if you want to hit up our patreon we've got our projections and our weekly state league scores uh, head to patreon.com slash keeper league pod all right thanks for joining us for another week on the keeper league and we'll talk to you next week see you later see have